guys, Alex Davis here. Thank you so much for joining me on the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast, where we are going to give a gospel defense against false beliefs. We are here so that we can defend the gospel of Christ. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University, and I'm having a blast and it is fun. So we are going to defend the faith together so that we might go and share the gospel. Join me. I'm really excited to be talking with you guys today. As I always say, today is 100% another topic that I get really excited about. And that is going to be about self-promotion and false teachings or false teachers. A common theme that we can find and see in the streams of false teachers and within their teachings is this idea of self-promotion. It's something that we can be looking for. And this simply points to pride, arrogance, and the desire to be raised up on a level that they might have authority even at times over scripture to declare things over people. So let's go ahead and get started and I'm ready. How about you? (laughs) We're going to go ahead and read some scripture, of course, and I want us to dive into 2 Corinthians today. I have had a healthy obsession with Paul lately. And I just, I guess I didn't have a recognition of how much he talked about the false teachers, false apostles that were present during this time. Um, guys reading these and reading the, the verses and everything that he's writing to the Corinthians, it is just so prevalent in what we're seeing today. And I'm just so thankful that I get to talk to you about it. But in 2 Corinthians 10 is where we're going to be reading first. For it is said, his letters are weighty and powerful, but his physical presence is weak and his public speaking is despicable. Such a person should consider this. What we are in the words of our letters when absent, we will be in actions when present. For we don't dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves, but in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. So what is going on here? What's going on here is firstly, the false apostles, false teachers were accusing Paul for not being an eloquent public speaker. Assuming this position and this public speaking is what grants one a powerful and effective leadership position within the church. So putting him down and saying that the impact of his letters were weak and that would tie in with that they were weak because of his public speaking. But the impact of his his letters were were powerful and having a weak impact of presence quote unquote in public speaking this idea was in a way 
they're trying to make him seem as if maybe he is a false apostle themselves. From our point of view, we can read this and think, okay, they were trying to manipulate Paul. They were trying to put him down. They even knew that he was going about the gospel message correctly, possibly. If not, it's because they are stuck in promoting themselves. Because we can look further in that passage I read to you guys. And we can see, for we do not classify or dare classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. But in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves, they lack understanding. So this just leads us to understand that these false apostles were good at self-promotion and commending themselves, praising themselves, saying, oh my Lanta, I am a rock star. I have what it takes. I want the attention, the stage, all the things point to me. We can clearly see this in churches today. We can clearly see this in mega churches. Um, maybe not even mega churches, but churches that make the message a me-based message, a you-based message, and they forget to proclaim the gospel, that the message is about Jesus. The message isn't about self-help, and let's just make this all about ourselves. We don't insert ourselves. We insert Jesus and follow in his steps. That's something that we can look for when it comes to false teachings. I don't want to be one that goes around throwing false teacher, false prophet, whatever that might be. Well, there's no present prophets right now. The prophets and apostles have since passed and died. But I don't, I don't do that. And neither should you. When we come to defend the faith and we come to better comprehend what God is calling us to comprehend and share, we need to be careful with our words and give grace because humans fail. Humans will fail and sin frequently. But let's go on to the next passage that I want us to read to finish out um, this idea, this this truth. (laughs) So it's going to be, 2 Corinthians 11, 13. Well, let me just read a little bit before it too. But I will continue to do what I am doing in order to deny the opportunity of those who want an opportunity to be regarded just as our equals and what they boast about. For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So that was 2 Corinthians 12 through 14. What we need to see here is that these so-called, you know, super apostles during this time were not simply believers who disagreed with Paul. They were agents of Satan who had gained a platform, a powerful platform in the church. They used their gifts of public speaking. You know, they believed this, I, this, uh, this charismatic, beautiful gift of speaking powerfully and uh, presenting their message, their construed message of the gospel to the, to the church. 
was what mattered. But not only that, we can see in verse 12 that, but I will continue to do what I am doing in order to deny the opportunity of those who want an opportunity to be regarded just as our equals. Paul is saying in reference to, I will preach without pay. I do not have to have money. I don't want your money. I'm not here to proclaim a message about myself. I'm here to proclaim a message about Christ. This is what we have to keep our eyes on. And yeah, I, I was talking with my mom the other day. I was like, mom, I'm tired of feeling like I have to have my discernment ears and my discernment alarms on every time I'm listening to a sermon, a pastor. And yeah, maybe it does get tiring. Maybe it does get exhausting to having to discern whether or not a teaching is true and appropriate and in line with the gospel. That's when the Holy Spirit can finish the race. You know, the Holy Spirit will intercede and can intercede. He's gifted us with these spiritual gifts and the ability to discern right from wrong that is in accordance to the gospel. I just pray that you, my friend, are not getting caught up in a false representation of the gospel. And if you have, like I have, there is grace over you. And you can make a change now. Also, your friends can too. So listen to where they're at. Be willing to just sit with them. You don't have to take a pan and knock it over their head. But you can just sit and listen. And and have fun when it comes to defending the gospel. Be patient and be willing to turn to scripture. Look into more scripture that you can use. There's so many resources and I will be linking things below, but I'm really thankful that you tuned in today. I would love to stay in touch with you. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, my email, any ideas or topics you want me to talk about. Shoot me a message. All those links will be in the description. I love you guys a lot and I hope you have an incredible weekend. I'll be talking to you next Friday.